chat with Ashley and Emily. I'm Ashley from Ashley Gets Around. And I'm Emily with Emily Eats and Explores. On this podcast, you'll hear me and Emily, who are both full-time solo travelers. We kind of think of this podcast as a little bit Bravo, a little bit travel channel. So grab your favorite beverage and let's go. Well, hello, our lovely listener. Welcome back to Travel Chat with Ashley and Emily. This is Emily. Today, we have a very informative episode for you. We are going to talk about how you can get data and Wi-Fi and all that good stuff abroad while you are traveling, what you should get, where you should go, who you should get it through, all the questions that you guys have. So let's go. Yes. This is always like such an important topic. And there are so many ways of getting Wi-Fi abroad. So I guess Wi-Fi versus data. So when it comes to data, like what's your preferred method? So a lot of options. Yeah. This is an unpopular opinion and people are probably going to come after me about this. Oh, no. (laughs) Let's hear it. So I use my service provider's phone plan. So Emily. I, I know, but for me, it's so much easier. I get unlimited texting, unlimited calls, unlimited data. I get my hotspot. Wait, do really you have T-Mobile? Nice. I have AT&T. You have AT&T? Yes. So you get charged. It is $100 a day, but they only- $100 a day? But I mean- <laughs> $100 a day. It's $100 a day. Yes, I pay $100 a day. No, it's $10 a day, but they only can charge you $100 per phone plan. So basically per or per pay period, so per month. So I pay when anytime I'm traveling, it's $100 a month extra, which is totally fine for me to have all of that extra stuff. And I know there's so many different things that you can go through. But for me, it's just easier to turn it on. No, I have unlimited of everything. No, if I need to get into someone, if somebody needs to send me a text message to get into my bank account or to some other account, I have all of that and I don't need to worry about it. I mean, there's a workaround for that too. But for me, I just like it and I don't mind paying a little bit extra for the convenience of it. Okay. So I obviously am team, I pay for convenience. So that's not an issue. My thing is I had Verizon and they like limit you to one gig a day, which I run through in like an hour. Oh. And then they limit, then it can be like $300 a month. And then they limit you. Like I got some things saying I had been abroad too much. Oh, see, I know T-Mobile sometimes has that because they have the unlimited, but sometimes they'll be like, oh, you've been out of the country too much and they get mad about it. That's what I've heard. And I've heard theirs isn't that great. Like I've heard it's pretty slow, but you don't pay for it. So that's nice. I mean, because here's the thing is that like if AT&T is only $100 a month, then I feel like I need to go sign up for AT&T right now. It is really nice to be able because that's the issue. Like you talked about your bank and that's the problem is like it never fails that Capital One or wherever will be like, oh, we're seeing suspicious activity. You're trying to spend $7 in Barcelona. We need you. We need to text you a code. And it's like, uh, like literally when Sam and I were in Spain, none of my cards, none of my cards would work because I couldn't get a text. 
Oh, no. And so Sam had to, like, pay for a lot of my stuff, and she joked that I was Anna Delvey. And she was like, <laughs> oh, none of your cards were. And I'm like, I will Venmo you right now. I'm like, I have cash. But, like, if if you had to do it online, it wouldn't work. Now, in person, they would let me tap, and it was fine. But if we had to buy, like, in a lot of places since COVID in Barcelona, you would have to do the tickets online, and it would never take my credit cards. And it wouldn't yeah. take any of them. It wouldn't take my debit cards. It wouldn't take my actual credit cards. And it was like my Amex, none of them, they all needed a code. And they all were like, wouldn't email me. They all had to text me. And I'm like, well, cool. I'm not going to be able to get any texts because I don't have that number anymore because I got rid of my Verizon phone plan. So I currently use Google Fi. Okay. But let me say this, they will shut you down. And I have been shut down multiple times. And I just make a new email address and get a new phone number. <laughs> Is that why you got a new phone number? I was yes. Confused. Yeah, because they had shut me down. I couldn't use I had used it too much abroad. So now I'm still using the same number. And What I've kind of figured, what I've decided to do is keep that. And for whatever reason, it still will send me texts. Like I just turn it on and off if I need to get a text to that number that's, you know, not because I most of the time just chat with everybody on WhatsApp or Instagram these days anyway, is doing Mm eSIMs because they're super easy and they are relatively cheap, except. The U- if you try to use an eSIM in the U.S., they're pretty expensive. And then where there was one city that it was kind of like South America is expensive for eSIMs. So I would probably suggest just doing like getting a SIM card if your phone still has one. Mm-hmm. Though the new iPhones, turns out they don't have SIM cards. So I actually returned the new iPhone. Really? Yeah. So they don't have SIM slots anymore. They only do eSIMs. Mm. Now, if you buy, the funny thing was, is they literally told me, they're like, yeah, if you buy an iPhone in an Apple store that's not in America, it'll have a slot. So I literally like, next time I'm abroad, that's my plan. It's just the ones in the US. Is to like fly to Mexico to buy a phone because I want to make sure I have a um, physical SIM card slot. Yeah. Yeah. And you also need to make sure your phone is unlocked. Unlocked. So it has to be paid off. So sometimes they get you there where you'll you'll be locked in for like a certain amount of time, but then you can't use it because you can't unlock your phone if it's not paid off. Yeah. So I think that for Verizon, it's 60 days. Don't quote me. Other companies are lower or the same. It just depends on your phone plan. But yeah, you usually, they, unless you're in the military, now they make exceptions for military. Um, and the same with Google Fi, um, because I tried to get the Google Fi, <laughs> I tried to get it turned back on. And they were like, are you working abroad with the US government? And I was like, well, maybe they won't ask me to prove it. So I'll just say yes. And I was like, yes. And they're like, we need proof. And I was like, Never mind. <laughs> Just kidding. So they do make they do make exceptions if you are, you know, working for the US State Department abroad or if you are working like on a military base or, you know, whatever, then yeah. it's a little bit different. So you're treated a little bit better, which is like how you should be treated. But so yeah, so eSIMs are very easy. I use Airlo. 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 Yeah. We're probably butchering. Whatever it butchering is. Butchering the name. Yeah. No, that's. I think that has like one of the best reviews. And Olafly too is another good one that people have liked. There are so many out there. Some of them I think are a bit easier to use than others because 
I mean, it's all through just like your settings, but sometimes it's like you can use your current one and you can use your eSIM at the same time. And then sometimes you have to turn one off and turn the other one on. So they all have their own like little things that they need to do in order for it to like work properly. But it's very easy to set them up. Um, And they're typically, I don't know if they're necessarily cheaper than buying eSIMs in each country that you go to. Because I think like a physical, physical sim? Yeah, or so, I'm so sorry. Yes, a yeah. physical sim. So I think in some places, don't quote me, I feel like I did a physical sim in Dubai because I was able to get like something crazy, like 50 gigs for a nickel or something. It was like really cheap um, by doing a physical one. And I don't know if the if the eSIM was more expensive, but it definitely is a lot easier. So like I was flying between different countries a lot. So I was in Jordan And I knew, okay, I'm going to go to Germany afterwards or wherever I was going. And I was able just to buy an eSIM before I even left Jordan while I had Wi-Fi and then turn the eSIM on as soon as I landed Mm -hmm. in Germany or wherever and turned it on and I had service. And so that to me is like, I want to land in a new country and I want to immediately have cell phone service. Yeah. That's really nice. Have you ever used the ones that are like, because I know Olafly has them, where it's just like you can have all of Europe. It's like a European eSIM yes. or like the global eSIMs. I don't really know exactly where that works. Because I know some sometimes, like you said, they're better in other countries than sometimes it makes more sense to either get the physical one or use some, something else. But So I've heard of the global SIM, SIM cards, but like... The ones I've looked into, like Skyroam, it's yeah. still like 8 to $10 a day, and they limit the amount of like gigs you get. And it's like not necessarily the fastest speed. You know, like if I had to do it over again, if I was traveling, I probably would buy one of those devices to take as a backup and then pay the daily rate if I was somewhere without Wi-Fi, just because I need to be connected. But I don't think I would personally like rely on that as my like first defense for like first choice for wi-fi or internet yeah i don't know i mean i get it that it's expensive being ten dollars a day but i think if you're going abroad for like a week to 10 days or even two weeks like yeah it sucks paying 140 dollars for wi-fi but like it just makes your life so much easier and you get to keep your same number and especially if you have you know you left your kids at home or you need to check in with work or something just to know that people can text your normal number while you're abroad. Like just count Mm -hmm. that into your expenses. Yeah. If it was Verizon, I probably wouldn't do it. Well, apparently Verizon just sucks because I would. No, that's insane. Like I had no idea that AT&T was only a hundred dollars a month because I would have hundred percent done that because it just was easy. It would have been easier. Right. And I didn't know because it says all it says is like $10 a day. But like, if you literally read just like a few sentences down, it does say you won't be charged more than 10 times per pay period. So it seems like, oh, no, I'm going to get charged $10 a day. Like that's almost $300. But they'll only charge you 10 times. So in that case, I feel like it definitely is worth it. But I did want to bring up, you know, when I was talking about you know, if you're having to go into your bank or something where you need your phone number. I also have a backup, which is my Google voice number. And I use that for business purposes. So that's really nice. It's just the free 
Google Voice app. You can set up your own number with that. So just in case for whatever reason I can't get text messages, like I also have that connected to the Wi-Fi and I have that as kind of like a backup method in some of those as well. But it's good to have a lot of different options because you do want to make sure you can like confirm purchases or like anything. Like you just don't want any of the any money stress when you are traveling because you just never know when something's going to get blocked or when somebody's going to potentially steal something, which is why it's always good to, if you're going to use Wi-Fi and we can get more into like the Wi-Fi. Yeah. Let's talk about Wi-Fi. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's talk about Wi-Fi. Because Wi-Fi is like the bane of my existence sometimes. (laughs) You and your coffee shop. I'm just like, literally people are like, why are you always... Like, I love when people are like, oh my gosh, they romanticize. And I'm sure some of it is like, okay, it is really nice that I'm like in Malaysia and it's 80 degrees and everybody else is in North Carolina in January and it's freezing. I get that. But people be like, I bet it's so nice just, you know, working in Malaysia. And I'm like, I'm literally at a Starbucks where they limit my Wi-Fi to two hours and I have to go (laughs) buy a new coffee that I don't even drink. Because I just need the Wi-Fi. And the only place with decent Wi-Fi in in this town is at Starbucks. Mm -hmm. But Starbucks is reliable. Honestly, like Starbucks and McDonald's, they will have Wi-Fi. And it's reliable. Because not all coffee shops and like those cute little places that you want to work at, they don't always either have it or sometimes they don't allow it. Like I've been seeing that more and more recently. I don't know if it's like this digital detox era that we're in, but like I have seen more and more cafes have those signs. Even the one that we went to, the champagne bar that we went to, it's like you can't bring your laptop here, like no working allowed. Oh, that made me so mad. I was so heated. (laughs) So if you don't know what Emily and I are talking about, Emily came to Asheville a couple months ago and we went to one of my favorite places in town or what used to be is this um, champagne and book bar, Battery Battery Park Book Exchange. And it's a cute place and they have tons of French champagne, which is really rare because Asheville is a beer city. So they have wine and champagne and they have like a bookstore too. And you can sit and like have a drink and like browse the bookstore or whatever. And I get, I get why they do it, right? It can get very busy in there. They don't have a huge space. But my, my philosophy kind of is like, well, if I'm sitting here having, if I've paid $20 for a cocktail, which is like the price of their champagne, and I want to pull out my laptop, then that's my business while I'm drinking my $20 champagne. Mm-hmm. I get not sitting there for four hours or two hours or whatever. But if I'm sitting there... <laughs> Like, if, what if you weren't there and I was by myself? <laughs> just let me just sit here and stare at the wall. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't know. So to me, I'm like, I don't want, if I want a digital detox, I'll take that on my own. But like, if I'm coming to a coffee shop or like bookstore or something, it's probably because I want to use your Wi-Fi. And, I'm, and the thing is, is I'm happy to pay for it. Like yeah. if they were like, hey, there's actually a $25 charge for Wi-Fi, I'd be like, cool, do you take Amex? Like I wouldn't care at all. And obviously if it's busy, you know, I totally get that, especially at small coffee shops. Like I'm not going to go get a cappuccino and sit there for three hours because I'm taking table, I'm taking away from your business. So I totally get that. But it's like, if I'm somewhere that is not busy, then why am I not allowed to have my laptop? Like, don't tell me what to do. <laughs> 
So I probably will never go back there. Oh, lost one customer. I don't think they need my business. I don't think they care. And I get it. I mean, Asheville can be busy, but I think there's definitely, yeah, like there, I've definitely been places abroad and it's always funny to me in touristy places like Bangkok or Chiang Mai, where you have tons of digital nomads and tons of expats. And then you pass by a coffee shop that says like, pretend it's 1993 and talk to each other. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I'm like, talk to each other. And I'm like, I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to be on my laptop getting some work done. If you're interested in making money while traveling the world, grab my free masterclass, how to make $5,000 while traveling. And you can find me, Emily, at Emily Eats and Explores. You can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Gets Around on Instagram. And if you want to fly in business class for the cost of economy, you can sign up for my free email list at ashleygetsaround.com. Make sure you head to the show notes to find out more about me and Emily. Um, so yeah, so sometimes the coffee shops like aren't really the best places to go. And so honestly, what works in the US works abroad, Starbucks, McDonald's, Wendy's, I mean, like, I haven't worked from Wendy's abroad, but I have worked from a McDonald's abroad. And I've definitely worked from a plethora of Starbucks abroad. And yeah, like, I will say the only thing in some of the South Asia countries, Starbucks limits you to two or three hours of Wi Fi, because you have to use a code to get in. But other than that, like they tend to be pretty big spaces, especially in like KL or Bangkok. There's a Starbucks literally in every corner, just like the US, and they tend to be big. And so they don't care if you sit there for three hours and work, you know, and they have pastries and coffee. And so, and this Wi Fi tends to be solid. So, like, it's like one of those things. I haven't used it in a while, but there's also an app called Wi Fi Map. And I oh, think I've never now, heard of this. You've never heard of this? No. What is it? I think they also have an eSIM where you can purchase through the app now. But basically, it's like you get this app and it will tell you all of the places that have like public Wi-Fi and it will show you like speeds and everything like that and how far it is from you. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's something that you can use as well but always keep in mind like if you're going to someplace that has a public wi-fi and it doesn't have a password even if it does have a password i would highly recommend getting a vpn yes use a vpn use surfshark ashley i don't know what you use but i use nord vpn okay nord they're two two of the most popular vpns it's super cheap uh once you buy it you can get i think it was like 60 dollars for three years or something like that and you can use it on all of your different devices, so your laptop, your phone, your iPad, you just get the little app, you put it on there. And once you connect to the unsecure Wi-Fi, it will say, then you just run your VPN and it will protect you from all of those icky scammers and hackers and whatever else can happen that can happen on those more unsecure platforms. Yeah, I mean, definitely you need a VPN. Like a hundred percent, I would not log into. Actually, I listened to something from a person who used to work in the CIA, and they were like, "Do not, under any circumstances, log into any of your bank accounts on public Wi-Fi." Oh my gosh! Even with a VPN, don't do it. It's better that the security is better using cell service. So mm. even if you don't, if you can't use your VPN, the cell service is better than using 
public Wi-Fi. But a VPN is, I mean, it's so cheap. So it definitely should be something that like you add to your devices. One caveat I will say is sometimes if the Wi-Fi is slow, the VPN will take longer. So it's not, it can sometimes like, you know, if you're trying to stream Netflix, maybe just turn the VPN off. If you're not doing banking stuff, if you're having issues with the Wi-Fi not working, But yeah, definitely like I use a VPN for everything because I'm just so paranoid about somebody getting any of my data. That's one of their promotional (laughs) points is they'll be like, oh, if you are in, I don't know, XYZ, Malaysia, and you don't get the show that you want on US Netflix, like you can just go on there. But it doesn't always work because I don't ever usually use a VPN when I'm doing when I'm watching like streaming something like Netflix or Hulu or anything like that. But they say that you can do that. And you can also potentially do it to buy flights. I actually have does not work. Stop telling people that. No, Emily. No, this does not work. Apparently, if you set yourself to like, say you're in the Philippines, and you're like looking at flights, it can be cheaper that way. No, no, it's not true. Telling our listeners. (laughs) Like, listen, it's it gets to be complicated because there are different and this is, people are going to come for me just from this so we won't even go into the cheap flights and the VPNs but um i mean if it makes you feel any better use it i mean there there sometimes are like in india not india but um egypt sometimes the flights are cheaper if they think you're in egypt but then those flights are specifically for egyptian residents so there's rules about that in general, like it doesn't really work, but you know, if it makes you feel any feel better, use it. I definitely would use it if you're entering your credit card information for sure, just to kind of, especially if you're on public Wi-Fi and not like your hotel Wi-Fi, just because you don't know like who's you know trying to take your data. But okay, we went over ESEM's Wi-Fi, Emily and her AT and T plan. This episode is not sponsored by AT&T. I have been influenced. I literally am just on their their thing. There's like no fine print about the number of times you're outside of the U.S. So I'm going to... No, I don't think there is. I'm going to be getting AT&T server. (laughs) Maybe they'll... Wait, I didn't know that. I mean, I've heard that T-Mobile does get mad at you for that. But would Verizon get mad at you for that? Yeah, Verizon doesn't like... Verizon sucks. But there's nothing on here that says, and I mean, I'd have to read like the fine, fine print, but there's nothing on here. I've used it for like two months before. So, so I've noticed with Google Fi, it's about six months. And then they're like, hey, and they'll send you an email. But the problem is, is last time, because I had set the SIM card to an email address that I don't use. I never got an email and I had to go back and look for it. And then I had gotten an email, but I was like using it as a hotspot for like streaming video. I mean, I was really using a ton of data. So I think they were like, whoa, this lady's like really using data. But I'm hoping that like eventually there's Wi Fi that like cell phone service that just works globally. I'm sure yeah. that'll be coming in the next 10 years. I'm sure there'll be something like it. It seems like we're living. I mean, I will say, I remember my very first trip abroad, which was 2008, not that long ago. And I mean, I didn't have cell phone service. I didn't even have, you couldn't, I didn't even get a SIM card. Like, I didn't yeah. think I, I think I had a Blackberry at the time. I don't even think I had like Wi Fi on my phone. Like, I just wasn't, like, you had to go to a computer to like, get on Facebook because yeah. the only social. I think I got an iPhone like the next year, maybe or year after. 
so yeah, it's like really changed. I'm sure that's something that will change is becoming easier and easier. Oh, total side note about T-Mobile. I will say T-Mobile is great if you fly American Airlines because T-Mobile customers get free Wi-Fi on American. I think it may be just an hour now. I think they may have changed it to where it's not unlimited free, but you get, I think five, again, don't quote me guys, five or six flight passes a year with your T-Mobile account. And then every time you fly every flight, it's a free hour. So if you're flying a lot domestically, like that still works pretty well. And then American now has started doing on some flights where you watch like a 30 second ad and then you get 30 minutes of free Wi-Fi. So that's pretty good. And you can use it on all of your devices. So I'll get 30 minutes on my phone and then 30 minutes on my laptop. So it kind of cuts down for having to like buy the Wi-Fi. But some carriers just give free Wi-Fi. And I think that that's also where we're going in the future with air carriers too. Like Delta mm-hmm. is getting ready to give everybody free Wi-Fi. Wow. I think JetBlue already gives free Wi-Fi. I have been on a flight where there was Wi-Fi and I never am able to get it to work. Really? Yeah. I've literally never used Wi-Fi on a plane. Oh my gosh. I'm like... <laughs> That's I, What? That's my time to think. I download all my stuff and then I'll sleep. I'll read books. Like I've literally never used wi-fi on a plane no oh no i'm like are Never. we have we hit ten thousand feet yet i gotta get i haven't You're been like on, let's go <laughs> i like i haven't been connected in 12 minutes i don't know what who's been sending me notes yeah i'm like i need everybody to know that i'm in business class right now i'm totally kidding i don't do that but i do want to be connected because i work the best on a flight because i'm forced to sit there like where else are you gonna go yeah. So it does really well for my ADHD. No, I'm like, sense. I'm Sometimes like, oh. I wish I had the option, but like, I don't know. I just, I guess I've never like, even... you just turn on your Wi-Fi, Emily. It's not, I guess I just don't even think about it. Well, I don't think the flights that I go on, it's definitely not included. Like you have to pay for it, but I have been on. Who one. were you flying? Oh my I gosh. Mean, Allegiant. Yes. Okay. All Allegiant, Spirit, Frontier. We got play. Like none of those have it included. I've even been on like a Delta flight and they were like, no, I don't know if it was like broken that day or something. Well, we're going to get you on better aircrafts. No. Um, <laughs> Flying is my detox time. Okay. Okay. Don't bring me to the, don't bring me to the dark side. I mean, I just, I think it'd be funny just to like have us on a flight, on like a business class flight together. You'd be like relaxing and I'd be like with my two laptops. Like you'd be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Wait, that's my time to like watch my trash TV. I, I love it. You know, like a good love is blind or like something like that. All right. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this episode. Let us know if you enjoyed it and let us know, send us a DM and let us know what you used for Wi-Fi, for data, for all that juicy stuff. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you liked it, please leave us a five-star rating and review. You can find me, Ashley, at Ashley Gets Around on Instagram. And you can find me, Emily, at Emily Eats and Explores. Make sure you head to the show notes to find out more about me and Emily. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.